to the Feed You podcast, giving you the real scoop on raising your business to new heights. Expert education, inspiration, and motivation to fuel your purpose, your passion, and your profits. Here's your host, Elisa Connor. Hello, hello. Welcome to the show. It's so great to see you this week. Uh, if you're tuning in on YouTube, I am so grateful to uh, have you here. And if you're over on the podcast, thanks so much for listening. So this week, uh, one of the biggest struggles that I hear from new entrepreneurs, and especially people that I work with, um, particularly, which is the second act entrepreneurs. So these are people that have had a full career, and are now jumping into um, entrepreneurship, because they either have um, more impact that they want to make, or maybe they're just tired of the rat race. I mean, 2020 kind of was an awakening for a lot of us that was like, hey, um, I don't really know if I want to live my life this way anymore. And so you've got a whole influx of people that have lots of experience and lots, lots of expertise in particular areas that are now moving into roles of consulting or starting online courses or maybe just coaching people. Um, and they have lots of things to offer the up and coming generation that honestly, you just can't learn in school. And so what I do is I help those second act entrepreneurs um, take that expertise in education and turn it into a profitable business. So there's so many people out there pimping courses, um, yet they don't have any experience <laughs> behind their words. And so what I hear from those people, those second act entrepreneurs is, why isn't anybody paying attention to me? Like I'm posting on Facebook, I'm doing all the things that I'm supposed to be doing. Um, and I'm writing blog posts and yada, 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 but nobody, it's like crickets. And so one of the um, things that's really important is that we are, and I have an episode coming up on this, is that we are being really cognizant about where we're posting information and what the strategy is between posting information and moving people to actually buy. And this is where a lot of people get stuck. And there's um, a very methodical way to go about this. And like I said, I have an episode on that coming up. So stay tuned for that. But today, um, I want to talk specifically about email. So if you are not moving people to your email list, that can be really dangerous, um, both for you and your business and the amount of time and energy you're putting out there. And so I have an episode next week coming up to talk specifically about that. But this is for um, this episode specifically is going to be talking about the number way to increase your email conversions and uh, making sure that people are purchasing from you via email. And so if you listen to any other marketing gurus, including me, you have probably heard more than once that you need to build your email list. And I 100% agree with that. You do need to be building your email list at all times because that is the only time you're ever going to have the opportunity to actually have ownership of the people that are following you. If you can uh, collect some information about them, which becomes even more relevant with what's going on in the marketplace concerning privacy issues and things like that, you are going to become responsible for collecting information about your audience. Nobody else is gonna do it for you. And even if they do, we don't know how accurate that information is going to be. And so when you add people to your email list, you have the opportunity to one, stay in front of them and stay top of mind, but two, move them more succinctly through a sales process that gets them to purchase what you're offering. So whether that's consulting services or a coaching program or even an online program. 
But if you don't have the opportunity to get in front of them, then you're really going to struggle with upcoming changes in not only what's happening with social media, but also ad costs are on the rise. And also there's a lot of um, traffic (laughs) on social media right now. So standing out in that traffic is becoming more and more difficult. So the sooner that you can move people under email list, the better. And so one of the things that comes up often in my online course, Email Breakthrough Academy, is how do we get higher conversion rates? How do we get more people to purchase, more people to open our emails, more people to click on the links that we put in there? And so we talk about this, and I thought it would be a really great topic for us to cover on the podcast and in this video. So Uh, For those of you that don't know, I record these podcasts on video. And so if you ever just want to see some face to face, you can go check me out on YouTube. And I have the actual videos for these podcast recordings over there. And so sometimes I go back and forth and um, mention that. So first, I wanted to talk with you about the five reasons because these are some things like that people don't really take into consideration that there are actual reasons why people aren't reading your emails and how to determine whether or not they're going to be a continued fit for your email list. And so I came up with five main reasons that I've seen over and over again for why people don't read emails, why they're showing up in the inbox and uh, they're either not getting clicked on, they're not getting open, they're not getting read, whatever that might look like. And the number one, um, the first reason is that there's been some kind of business model change, whether that's on the uh, end of the subscriber, the person that signed up for your email list, or perhaps even in your own business. So we all know we live in a very fast moving world. Things are changing on a dime, like every second something is new. And it's not just in the business world, um, it's in our entire world. COVID kind of brought out this whole instrument of change and we are adapting. And so as we adapt, we have more change. And so um, when you are an entrepreneur or in business of some sort, your business will constantly be evolving because the things that don't evolve, they die. And so you want to be constantly evolving. And a lot of times that means narrowing down your audience, narrowing down your expertise, narrowing down into a new um, area of learning, whatever that might be. And I highly encourage that. Like, I think the more narrow you can get, the faster you're going to get traction. And um, the more you will stand out online and in your industry, because most people aren't willing to do that. It's, It's kind of a scary thing to narrow down like that. And so when you are trying to narrow down so that you can expedite your success and expedite your impact... Um, with that evolution of your business or the evolution of the person that has signed up for your email list's business, there's only a certain amount of information we can take in. And if your inbox looks anything like my inbox, which I'm sure it does, your potential customers' inboxes look exactly the same way. On any given day, you wake up and you have 50 to 100 new emails you can only take in so much information. And if it's not relevant information to where you are in your business anymore, you're probably not going to open it. You're going to hit delete or unsubscribe or whatever it might be. And that's okay. And I think we get a little bit caught up in like, oh no, it has to be this way or it has to be that way. Um, But the reality is, is those shifts are going to cause fluctuations in your email numbers. And it's much, much better for you to have lower email numbers with higher engagement. And I'm going to talk about that when I get to number three. Um, 
actually it might be number four, but there's a reason um, analytically why that's important, but also you don't want to be putting stuff out in front of people that don't want to see it. Like that's a waste of your time and energy. And if they're not going to read it anyway, it, it's kind of a no brainer. So the second um, reason that people might not be opening your email is that they no longer need what you have. They have either, uh, so for example, if you're speaking to entrepreneurs, maybe they're no longer in the world of entrepreneurship. They may have gotten a job. They may be doing something else instead of um, being focused on marketing their business, for example, they're focused on you know, how to find a better salary in their position. And so we just have to take uh, things with a little bit of a grain of salt. It's nothing personal if they don't want to receive your information anymore. These are just things that happen. And we know that 2020 caused a massive disruption in the way our world works. Um, people, <laughs> I think that's why it threw us for such a loop. And people are still adjusting to that transition and to that disruption. And so you have people that have discovered they don't want to go to work anymore and they're moving everything online. Or um, you have people that have decided they want to work from home and their business is like, or their, their company is like, no, or their business isn't operating well online. Or you have the opposite where people are like, I have spent enough time online. I want to go be with people. And so as we're kind of still feeling that out here towards the end of 2021, I don't, I think we're just at the cusp of what this change is going to be. And um, we're just going to have to kind of roll with it. And that as an entrepreneur, that's what we're good at. That's what we do. And the people that will succeed in that role will be able to roll with it and will actually be able to predict what's coming. And so I want you to think about that as you're creating your marketing and moving, um, moving things in your business forward is like, how are you going to help people embrace that transition and kind of be a little bit prophetic in, you know, what's coming up and what, what needs do you see not being met? And so, um, if people aren't reading your emails, it could be one of those things, something in their life has changed and they may just have forgotten to unsubscribe or they just don't have time to read the emails or they're just not relevant anymore because they're not in the market to purchase your product or service. And a lot of times I think we forget when we're creating marketing around our business that the whole purpose of marketing is ultimately to get people to purchase something. And so if they're not going to be purchasing at any point, we really don't need them on our list. They're just taking up room and we're probably paying for them. And we don't really need to be doing that because they're never going to move forward. And so um, that is reason number two. Reason number three, and this is a big one, is consistency. You added them to your list, for example, and they haven't heard from you in six months. So they no longer know who you are. They don't know what you do. And then you show up and you're ready to sell them something and they're like, uh, wait a minute, hot stuff. I'm not ready for that. And so we can't assume that just because we decided to hop back in and start emailing our clients um, or people that were on our list that they want to hear from us. And I have had, I used an example in a previous episode, but I've had people add me to their list that I haven't been in contact with for probably five years. And then they're starting, they're trying to sell me on their services. And I'm like, that is such a turnoff and nobody wants to be treated that way. That is uh, treating your email list like a commodity. And no, these are people, these aren't just subscribers. These are people that have real lives that at some point, if they do need your product or service, we want to leave them with a feeling that they're like, oh yeah, you know, and not like, ooh, gross. And so if you fall off the earth for six months, which is, you know, 
things happen, don't jump right back in and assume that they're going to remember who you are, what you do and want to buy your stuff. You've got to rebuild that relationship, just like you were starting from scratch. And um, some of the things that I talk about in the Email Breakthrough Academy specifically is how to create kind of a breakup series with people. And so it gives them the opportunity to self-select whether or not they want to be on your on your list. And in that program, you actually get uh, scripts that you can copy and make your own and send those out as well as a process that um, I've used with not only my business, but with my clients' businesses to help clean up those lists and make sure that they do have viable people on there that are going to become customers. And so if you're not consistent, don't beat yourself up because you can start today. Um, but start to become consistent. And when you're consistently emailing your list, it's a great way for, for you to keep people up to date on what's happening in your business. So that if you do have changes, like we talked about in reason number one, it's not just like all of a sudden I've decided to do this. It's, you know, gradual and you can introduce it to them and you can explain to them why you're moving that direction. And then they can determine whether or not they want to remain on your email list. And, you know, frankly, if, if they don't, that's okay. Because I'm going to get to um, why that is in just a minute. I, I actually have an acronym for you to remember, but let's get through the rest of these reasons. So number four is they've already bet, they've already bought what you're selling, whether it was from you or from somebody else. And so they don't really need your emails. And sometimes that'll make us freak out. We're like, wait a minute, what do you mean they bought from someone else? They didn't buy from us. But we have to keep in mind that not everyone is going to be an ideal client for you. And I thought this happened actually. I have, a, I have a situation right now where I took on a client and he's a, he's lovely. He's a lovely person. But um, sometimes those clients, when you don't listen to your gut and you take them on and you're like, oh, I don't know, you know, you just do it for whatever reason, friends, um, compensation, whatever that might be and you don't listen to your gut and go, ooh, that's really not the best client for me, and you take them on anyway, they end up being the most time-sucking and difficult client to manage. And you don't need a bunch of those in your business <laughs> because then they monopolize all your time and you don't have time to do the things you need to do to move your business forward. And so before you freak out about like somebody buying from someone else, take a minute and, and just consider that that person was probably not a good fit for you or your business at the time that they were ready to purchase. And that's okay. Um, people need to try out uh, different people and see who's going to be a best fit for them because not everybody is meant to work together. And so good on them if they found somebody that met their needs. And if they didn't, and I've had this happen too, where people will go and they'll work with someone else and then they come back and go, oh, I should have worked with you to begin with. And that makes me feel good, but it also makes me feel sad for them because that means they spent money with somebody that they really were not in alignment with and it didn't help them get any further on their journey other than to lead them back to where they started. And so it's okay if they found somebody else, but you don't need them on your list unless they want to be there. And so give them the option to opt out. And then the fifth reason is that people are not reading your emails is that, um, People are either not a good fit for you uh, for the reasons that either they're, they don't need your service yet or your energy doesn't match 
or um, you're just not on the same level of where they need to be. A lot of times you'll have people, uh, I'll have people show up in my business that are like, oh, I want to do this. And I'm like, but you don't have this, this, and this yet. And they're like, oh, I know, but I really want to work with you. And I'm like, but you're not ready to work with me. And so we're not aligned that way. And so um, you just need to make sure that you're on the same frequency, for lack of a better term, to be able to move forward together. And if you're not, that's okay. They they may still be a great fit for your list to be a future customer, but um, they may not be opening your emails now because they're not ready and they know they're not ready. And so giving them the opportunity to not um, be on your list for right now is also an option. And they may, you know, you can always add a misnomer in there that says, or a disclaimer in there that says, hey, you know, you can always resubscribe if you want to. But the other component in there is that um, sometimes our emails are going to spam and promotions and we don't even realize it. And um, I'm going to dive into that content in just a second, but I'm sure you've come to the conclusion by now, the number one thing that's going to help you keep your sanity around all of this, people not opening your email is to not take it personally. And so the analogy that I referenced before is Q-tip. And I heard this uh, many moons ago, I was at a um, conference, like it was a, it was a business conference, but it was more of like the uh, mindset piece of the conference. And somebody said, you you know, carry a Q-tip with you. And I was like, Q-tip, that seems a little bit weird. You know, the kind that you use to clean your ears. And um, they said, Q-tip stands for quit taking it personally. And I was like, oh, that's brilliant. And so for a long time, I had a Q-tip taped to my computer monitor because a lot of times when you are in your own business, you you have to sell. If you don't sell your product and service, you're not gonna have business. And But it's really hard to hear no a lot of times, especially when you're first starting out. And so you start to take it personally. But when I would see that Q-tip, I would look at it and go, oh, it's not really about me. It's about where they are. It's about the journey. It's about, you know, where where we are together. And maybe we're just not, you know, ready to mesh together. And so we can't understand what's going on in people's heads and we shouldn't try to. All we can do is show up and be the best version of us today and know that the people that really need us and that we are meant to serve will show up and be in alignment and mesh with us. And the rest of it, we just have to Q-tip it and let it go. So by now, I'm sure you figured out the number one way to increase your email rates is to clean your email list regularly. So the first question you may have is like, what's regularly? That's the first thing that people ask me. Regularly is dependent on you, on your business, and on how many people are on your list. Oftentimes, the recommendation that I make for people is try to clean your list either once a month or once a quarter. And that's all going to be dependent on, you know, how many times you're launching, how many people are on your list, how inactive people are, how active people are. So there's a lot of factors that go into that. That's a pretty good guideline. So if you don't have a giant list of, you know, thousands and thousands of people, cleaning your list quarterly is probably perfect. Um, If you have a huge list or you haven't done a deep list clean ever, you probably want to do one at least... Um, to get started and then kind of see where you settle out. And then if you don't have a lot of people fall off, then you might want to do it monthly. Or if you're doing a lot of list building, you may want to do it monthly. That would be another reason to do it monthly. 
But quarterly seems to work well for most entrepreneurs that are in this, you know, the startup phase or into that, you know, um, right past the startup phase where you're starting to scale. And so those, those would be the recommendations that I would have is to clean your list. And so, um, as I mentioned, my program, the email breakthrough Academy is opening up in November and I have a entire process around how to clean up your email list in that program. And it includes a breakup series um, that you can copy. And then, you know, I always say copy it, but then make it your own. So don't use word for word. You want to go in and, and make it your own. But a lot of times people just don't know what to put in those emails. And so when you have a script you can follow and it's like, okay, this is, you know, this works. And then I'm going to tweak it. So it sounds like this. It just makes it easier for you to set that up. And then the best part is, is that process actually shows you how to automate it so that you can go in and say, okay, quarterly list cleanup, they're going to get these emails. And then at the end of those emails, if they don't want to stay on the list, they're booted out of here, which is great because as you're continuing to grow your email list, then you're purging people off of there that don't want to be there. And it's going to keep your list vibrant. And um, we're going to talk a little bit about um, why list cleanup is uh, good for your list health in general, but also to increase your um, conversions. So you worked really hard to get those people on your list, but if they're not engaging and they're not reading and they're not opening and they're not buying from you, it's time to let them go. And that's okay. So why does cleaning up your email list increase your conversions? Well, first of all, you're not, if you're seeing a bunch of people that aren't opening your email, it's going to affect your spam rating because chances are they're either just like swiping left to delete those or they're in the promo tab and they just automatically get deleted. Um, And if they don't get opened, it hurts your overall deliverability because the email gods look at it and go, hey, nobody's opening our emails, that must be spam. And so if you start to see your emails going to the promo tab, it could be because you need to clean your list. Unfortunately, if you can't get people to open your emails and you're in the promo tab, you have to then start re-educating people about where to find your emails. And that can be a little bit more difficult. So if people aren't opening them for a certain amount of time, like I said, quarterly, then boot them off. They can always resubscribe. You can give them the opportunity to resubscribe and you may have a really great free download that they want in the future and you can get it in front of them then. Also, number two, cleaning up your email list actually improves your spam rating. So as I just said, if if your emails are showing up in promotions tab or in the spam folder or in the trash folder, it's going to hurt your deliverability overall. And so sending emails to a bunch of people that don't want them for one of the reasons that we talked about, you know, previously, isn't going to help you. Having that giant list of people that aren't opening your emails doesn't help you because if they never open your email, they're never going to buy. They're not going to even know what you have for sale, at least through email. And so when you start to struggle with getting your emails into the actual inbox, that's really hard to recover from. It takes some time. It takes dedication to get people to understand, hey, it might show up here. And the worst part is you don't have any control over that. It's controlled by individual inboxes. So the sooner that we can kind of stop that from happening or prevent it from getting worse, the better. And the third reason is that it increases your conversion rate. And conversion means people purchasing and moving forward in your sales cycle. 
is that you're only sending emails to people who really want to hear from you. And of course, that's going to increase engagement because they want to hear from you. They're going to open the email. They're going to click on the email. They're going to hit reply. And that only improves your email reputation. And it starts to build a relationship between you and the people that are getting your emails. And I can't tell you how many times that I've heard from people that are like, oh yeah, I read your emails and they're great. Or they hit reply and they're like, oh my gosh, that was that so resonated with me. And so when you start to get those replies and that information and that feedback, you know you're on to something. And that means you want to do more of that because if you're hitting the mark with some people, it is inevitable that you'll hit the mark with more people. And so um, I just want to encourage you to not look at the number of people that you might be kicking off your list, but rather looking at the number of people that are still on your list that you have the opportunity to touch and impact and create massive um, change in their lives with what you do. So uh, there you have it. Those are the top five reasons for uh, why people don't open your emails and the top three reasons that cleaning your email list will improve your conversions. So now that we've talked about email marketing, you already know it's one of the best ways to get in front of your potential customers and sell them your products and services. But so many people struggle with this. They either don't know what to say, they don't know how to send the email that's going to create traction that people are going to want to open, that people are going to um, want to not only read, but click on the link. And so I have put together a brand new live training called Own Your Audience, because ultimately we don't want one of the social media platforms to own our people. We want to have them on our list and then begin to create these relationships and these conversations that we've been talking about throughout this episode. So I've created this training. It's coming up on Wednesday, November 17th, and you can go and register right now for free. And where do you do that? You can go to alisaconnor.com forward slash own your audience, all one word, no dashes. The link for that you can find below this video as well as um, on the notes for the podcast. But I would love to see you inside. I'm going to give you the step-by-step system that I have used to create those emails and to generate idea after idea after idea so that you never run dry and and wonder what should I put in my email this week? Because you're going to get lots of um, ideas and samples and reasoning behind why email is going to be the number one marketing tool in your toolbox to help you take people from lead to customer in the fastest on the fastest route. So go and register for that training. I'd love to see you inside. It's going to happen on Wednesday, November 17th. And I look forward to seeing you inside. You can register at alisaconnor.com forward slash own your audience. And I will see you next week for a new episode. Take care. If you're like most entrepreneurs, you know, you should be on social media, but they keep changing the dang rules. For Pete's sake, every day there's a new algorithm change. There's when you should post, when you should not post, what you should post. Should you do videos? Should you do Insta stories? Should you do this? Ah, it's enough to make anybody crazy. And the worst part of all is that even if you're showing up and you have a huge audience on one of these platforms, you don't own any information about them. So when they change the rules and you know they do, you are at their mercy. Well, what if instead you could own your audience? What if you had the power to show up in front of them, share what you want to share, 
on your own timeframe? Well, you can. In my new upcoming training, Own Your Audience, you're going to learn how to stop being at the mercy of social media moguls. Yes, social media is a great tool, but when you put all of your eggs in their basket, it's like renting an apartment with a horrible landlord who keeps changing the rent. You deserve better. You deserve to control and get in touch with your people on your terms. In the Own Your Audience training, you're gonna learn the five-step proven system that I've used with my clients for the last 20 years that gets you in front of your audience, builds conversations, builds connections, and best of yet, helps you sell your stuff. Because if you're not selling anything, it's really hard to stay in business. So join me for this free live training coming up. It is so easy for you to join and come and be part of this live training by going to alisaconnor.com forward slash own your audience. If you're tired of fretting about the next social media change and you're sick of being at the mercy of what to do, when to post, how to post, where to be, and you just want some sanity with your marketing, join me for this upcoming live training at alisaconnor.com forward slash own your audience. And I look forward to seeing you inside.